0: This is Extreme Ag's Shortcuts. Let's get right into it. Greetings, here we are in Chad Henderson's cornfield and we're talking about tissue sampling today. There's gonna be a lot of opinions and a lot of different perspectives on tissue sampling. Do you tissue sample? I'm guessing you don't because Molly Alexander, who's the Southeast Regional Agronomist for AgroLiquid, says most people don't. Stephanie Zelenko, National Agronomist for AgroLiquid, tells me how many percentage of the farms in America are actually doing tissue samples?
1: I would guess less than 5%. Less
0: than 5%. He's Chad Henderson, one of the original founders of Extreme Ag, and his perspective on tissue sampling is going to probably make you kind of a little bit amused and also informed. So anyway, let's talk about it. Uh, I started with Extreme Ag a year ago, and we talked at great length about, man, you got a tissue sample, and then Matt and Robbo are down there in the Delta of Arkansas, Chad, and they're saying, you know what you got to do? You got there, and you got to grab those tissue samples. Otherwise, you don't know what's happening in that field. If you don't know what's happening in that field, you're just out there just you know willy-nilly throwing new around and you say good job Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Tissue sampling you did it here on the beginning of June tell me about your perspective on tissue sampling. Whoo this is gonna be windy
2: we're gonna do this real fast this is my perspective on tissue sampling. This is what it's good for, no joke. I mean, we're, you fix spots in the field, you fix things. Obviously, if you pull a tissue sample and it's already something wrong there, just start next year. Try to figure out what's going on, but all it is is a key to fix next year. You're not yeah. going to fix anything in the plant. Y'all just chime in if I'm wrong. Uh, but my lawyer says that's not the case. You're, gonna, you're not going to fix anything to a high yield potential if you already got a problem and then you call stephanie to come look at your problem then we pull a tissue sample that day then we get it back four days later Mm -hmm. then we're going to apply it five days later Mm -hmm. also we're three weeks weeks away from the problem we were
0: were lost two weeks from the problem
2: the thing is it's a lot of variables and tissue sampling is good it is good it helps you get a baseline for most of my farms already have that baseline we already know what we're going on now we get a new farm we're going to do soil and tissue sampling together Okay. We're going to look at them at the same spot and same time through the year to get a faster grip on that new farm. But for the most part, going out here, for my opinion, pulling tissue samples every Monday, all it's going to do is make you mad. Uh,
0: I was holding Molly back. She was, she was, I had to tell her to breathe a couple of times. What's your thoughts? Tissue sampling, he's wrong.
3: So okay, from a farmer's standpoint, I get the convenience. No, you don't want to be out here all the time and all the variables and things, but in today's market, you have seed that's through the roof, fertilizer's through the roof, nutrient application, everything prices, that's through prices. the Prices,
0: prices, so we're spending, a, we're, so we're spending if, $800 to put in a crop of corn? Right. Acre? Okay. So if
3: your standard of seeing how your crop is doing is visual mm-hmm. and you see that you have a deficiency, at that point, you are way too far behind. Yep. So every input that you put at the beginning, now you're backtracking. So me personally, I like to be a proactive farmer instead of a reactive farmer because if I spend all that money up front, <laughs> and I have to wait until I see it it's to correct a problem, it's too late. So yeah. if I have to get my little skinny butt out there and pull tissues to measure to get to the high-yield things, uh-huh. maybe not every uh-huh. farmer will do this, then that is okay. You can put blanket things out in custom-tailored programs, but high-yield, I can get out there and do it and get you to that point where if I'll somebody doesn't do. want to. For
2: $750, you join Extreme Mag. you're anywhere from <laughs> Kentucky to Florida, Call me. I'll give you a recipe that will cut out that much money in tissue samples. Uh, there you go. Uh, so he's so, so, so the, the point is, and I, Molly is 100% correct. I'm kidding on all that. 100% <laughs> correct. But until what tissue sampling done for me is it got me to where I had a program Mm -hmm. that I knew was fail safe until I find that deficient spot. We were just talking about, I have a problem with magnesium. Mm -hmm. We're trying to fix through that. I'm pulling tissue samples on two farms that are five different spots in the field because it's different soil types. It's five different spots and it's random tissue samplings in the same field. Mm -hmm. And we're pulling them every 10 days like you're talking about.
3: 15 to 21 is ideal.
2: That's right. Just FYI. Just saying. Stephanie, by the way. But I don't think, look at her, I don't think she's been pulling many samples, but anyway.
0: Stephanie, you're standing (laughs) in the middle of these two people that are clearly at odds. (laughs) And by the way, the customer's always right is what they try and tell you. He's the customer and she says, wrong. So anyway, help me out here, Stephanie.
1: Well, I do tend to lean a little closer to Chad than Molly for this topic, but... I like tissue testing kind of for two main things. One, diagnostics. So if you have a problem spot in that field, in a good spot, sample both. That helps answer that question. Mm-hmm. Can you fix yes. it for this year? Probably not to get top yield, but you maybe can make some corrections, but it's gonna help you so for salvaging next yield. year. Or, yeah, or yep. yep. okay. salvaging yield right. or helping you for next year. So you Definitely gotta prepare. Definitely fix next
2: year, okay. fix it next year. Number two. The other
1: one is if you want to track over time. But you have to, it's really hard, because you can do that, but you have to be consistent with time of day, temperature, cloud cover, and do tons and tons of samples, and then look for those outliers before you can get a good trend line on what that is. And that's really only high-yield guys that do that, and it's a hit or miss inconsistency. So
2: what I, the best thing I've seen, if you're going to do tissue sampling you're saying, I'm, on, I'm going to tissue sample, and I'm going to tissue sample one field or two fields, don't try to do your whole farm because it'll wear your butt yeah, out. Right? Oh, oh, pick, yeah. you a, pick you a farm like, you're, like she's talking about, that's a problem farm and a high yield farm and compare mm-hmm. the two right. and make the one drag up. Yes. They're 100% correct. But this is what I've done for two years in a row, and I learned more than I learned on any of the tissue samples. Every time I pull a tissue sample, I jotted down the weather, just just notes of the weather. I jotted down when the rainfall come, and try to tie all that together. When you get to the end of the year, take your five or six or eight or 25 that Molly's going to pull <laughs> tissue samples, and put them in and graph them down. Make you a standard bar graph. Everybody else do it on computer, but i got the graph sheet, and I'm filling all the numbers in. And you do that, and you'll see the check marks. And every time you made application, whether it was a foliar pass, herbicide, whether it was a wide y-drop, whether it was a rain event, you start tying those things together with the rain events and watching the plant move up and down, and you'll learn a lot. You know, a lot of this stuff that we talk about here, we're bashing tissue samples kind of on and off, but it's because we've been through the ringer on a lot of different stuff. You know, Stephanie, like, you understand if it ain't rained in 10 days, you're not going to pull a tissue right. sample. Exactly. Nothing's going to change. Okay. We're going to make Waypoint rich, but nothing's going to change. But the point is, is that <laughs> Midwest. control the things that you can control. <laughs> and if it does not, nothing's changing in the plant. Nothing is, it's not taking anything up. And so just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And another thing, it is a snapshot. It is only a snapshot. I mean, you will get. Your butt way out there on a limb running, chasing fertilizer.
0: All right, Jan has obviously a lot of perspective and opinions I mean, about <laughs> tissue sampling. Am I wrong, Stephanie? Uh, uh, the, 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 fi- the final on this from your standpoint is he's right. It is a snapshot because mm-hmm. uh, things can change. So he's mm-hmm. right. It's a snapshot. It's he might be right. He might be right also in that uh, it's better to wait. It's predictive, meaning we're seeing this deficiency or this problem. We can get ahead of it. But even as he pointed out, by the time I get you to come out, because you're three days away, and then by the time we get the lab result back, that's another five days, and then by the time he has a freed up hand to get out here and do this, we've already lost seven to ten days, so it's predictive versus seeing the problem. But he's got a point there. We still missed it by two weeks in terms of the practical application. So help me out here, Molly.
3: So, okay, if you can get a guy with no proof prior to seeing a deficiency, go out and spend an extra seven, eight, twelve dollars an acre to fix a deficiency he hasn't quite seen yet just by telling him, hey, you may run into this. Tell me how often you are gonna get that yes versus if you have a tissue saying, here's the reason why you should probably go ahead and spend that money if your end yield goal is X.
0: Final word, If final word, final word from Stephanie, then you get the final, final word.
1: There's lots of opinions on tissue tests. And so you have to figure out what's right for your farm. So if you're gonna go you know, try to correct every portion of the field, they have a place. You know, again, it's gonna be helping for future more so than in season that current crop year.
2: Um, you need tissue sampling. If you have not tissue sampling, you need tissue sampling. I'm not gonna say you don't, but you need tissue samples to get your baseline to make you a smarter farmer about what's going on on your farm. Instead of listening to the people at the coffee shop saying, I think Mm -hmm. I have a sulfur problem. I think I have a magnesium problem, a calcium problem. You need to do the own farm tissue sample to get your baseline. Once you get your baseline, then you can address your problem because a lot of the problems you fix in a tissue sampling is in the fall with a fertility plan that you got in place, whether it's these things. So just keep it in mind of a perspective of what it is and what you're trying to do. Don't let anybody tell you that you need to go do this or you need to go that. You know, just get your farm where you need to be. Can I ask
3: you a question then? You
2: can't ask me anything, Mom. You
3: do a lot of variation in varieties. Yep. So how much have you seen in changing varieties across these fields that you know where your baseline is, that changing varieties adjusted that enough to where you either had a tissue or you just treated it like the same?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes is the answer. Every variety, when you go out here, so if that's another thing. Let's tissue test for just one more quick second. Here's another thing. We don't compare it to your neighbors. They're going to be sitting here at 24,000 plants or 28,000 mm-hmm. plants. You pull tissue samples out of 38,000 plants, mm-hmm. nowhere near the same. Don't compare them to the ones on your truck dash. Don't compare it to variety. Variety matters according to which one's filling. You know, some are stuffing it all in the ear. Some are more in the leaf. Some of the plants have a factory that's 17 foot tall. Some of them are 10 foot tall. So everything, all this matters. So when you do it, keep it on your farm in your data. And I I know this is a lot of information we're throwing at you, but no, agree, all these bro. things matter.
0: All right, so the question was to. to, 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 to we don't tish, even know. To We don't sampl- even know. The tissue sampler, not the tissue sample. It sounds like it's, yes, yes sort of, kind of, all the time. Maybe not all the time.
3: No, not all maybe. the time. up? All
0: right, she's Molly Alexander with Agro Southeast Agronomist. She's Stephanie Zlinka with Agro And he is Chad Henderson, one the of the tissue samplers of Extreme Ag and an adamant, sometimes co- sort of, maybe not also kind of, I'm pissed off about tissue sampling guy. That's Anderson. Till next time, I'm Damian Mason with Extreme Egg.